How do I want to be? How do I want to be focused? What energy do I want to give? We can do that in a split moment. It's just habit. It's just creating the habit and then being in that habit, not just doing it from rote, but being in it. Because I know when I'm in my transitions the way that I want to be, I'm really loving my life. Welcome, everybody, to the podcast, Relationships. Let's talk about it. I'm Prebo Toplitsky. I'm a psychotherapist specializing in relationship issues. Everybody's got one. Partners, family, friends, co-workers, neighbors, relationships. Let's talk about it. Hey everybody, welcome to this solo cast. That's right, I am Han Solo tonight. And I'm gonna do it around prioritizing everyday transitions in relationships. That's right, how to like enhance your relationship through everyday transitions. Not, I'm not gonna talk about the bigger transitions like moving, getting married, a death. I'll cover that transition and a whole nother podcast. This is an interesting one. To me, everyday transitions. We go through so many transitions as a human being, refocusing our attention somewhere, the comings and goings in our day. And I think of some of those comings and goings of like waking up, going to bed, of course, leaving the house, coming home, redirecting our attention. Whenever we redirect our attention, it creates stress. Even if it's something that we're interested in and passionate about, automatically we have to refocus and pay attention and look and orientate ourselves to this new awareness, a new task. So it creates a little bit of stress. If we're doing that very often, <laughs> that multitasking, that creates stress. Everybody thinks that's a wonderful thing. At times it may be, but also there's a flip side to it. And that's the challenge around just the stress and keep going and not slowing down, right? And slowing down and transitions, especially in relationships are so important. I think it's like the bridge into connection constantly throughout the day. So I wanna share that because I really check in with couples about like, hey, how well do you do your transitions during the day? And they're like, what, what do you mean? I'm like, well, when you wake up, do you, do you interact if one wakes up earlier and then the other one wakes up when you first see each other. How's your interaction? That's a transition right there. You're transitioning from sleep or staying, uh, waking up early and being alone in a house and somebody walks into your field or you're walking into another person's field, especially your family, your kids. That's a transitional moment right there. How you connect in that, it's going to really affect how the connection is minutes and yeah, I think even hours later. How many times did you feel maybe like snubbed in a transition, right? Oh, somebody didn't even say good morning, didn't say hello. You wanted a hug, they didn't give you a hug. I think we do go through those things. And if we do that smoothly in our relationships, really knowing what we need and even setting some like precedence and maybe even a ritual um, as it may be, 
a, you know, a sacred habitual pattern because I love when I wake up, either I do two things. I do uh, hug my wife and kiss her if she's still sleeping. I sometimes do that because she has told me, go ahead. It's okay if you wake me up, you know, when you say goodbye. But sometimes she's just really peaceful or I know that she maybe had a challenging sleep or that I just want her to sleep. And in the past, when I've not acknowledged that goodbye with her, she felt some, some emptiness, she would say. She understood it, but she felt some emptiness. So I made it a, a focus in the transition that if I didn't wake her up, I would leave these just little goodbye notes, little note. Love you, sweetie. Have a wonderful day. Can't wait to see you later. Any kind of little quick transitional love note, because I would want to connect with her in love in a hug or a kiss goodbye, that transition of doing it that way, she would wake up and she would feel, she tells me, that she feels very connected to me. And that's the aspect of, of, a, of the transition, to be mindful and present in a quality transition so that you feel connected with the person when you're no longer with them. I also love, there's times where my wife walks me out to my car in the morning when I when I leave, and I th that might be a Danish thing too, because I remember when we were in Denmark, her uncle and her great aunt, her great aunt and great uncle, was um, waving to us when we left their house, their country road. But I remember they were still out there waving when we were way, way, way past them, way past, almost that. They waited until we couldn't see or they couldn't see us. And those of you that had that experience of saying goodbye to somebody until you can no longer see them, that's a, that's a good goodbye. <laughs> you know, some people think that it's kind of needy or overwhelming. I love those type of goodbyes, that transition. What comes to mind for me, I'm in a kind of like a story mood too tonight. So I want to give you good examples of transitions. And I'm talking to my son too over in Netherlands. What's up, my man? I love you. You do transitions so well. And I'm so glad as a, as a family, we put focus on that because I'm going to tell the story of one of them. Whenever my son or one of us travels and goes on a plane, and he's been doing that a lot in his life, we, we give lots of hugs, goodbyes, and we get to the airport early enough so there's no rush so that we can really say our goodbyes and good hugs. I'm talking about like maybe 10 really good hugs when we have time, because I'm feeling, I'm feeling, I wanna, I know that he's physically uh, separating from us and I still wanna feel him and his energy as long as I can. So when he's ready to go through the um, security gate and you know those, divider lines so people make the lines at the TSA. Well, man, when he's when he's walking through that line, I'm walking next to it on the other side of that barrier. As and when he comes around to where I am and I get another hug or I can follow that next row as as a, a observer and he's in that row until he gets through the x-ray and all that stuff, that baggage stuff, and I still want to see when he gets out of it and we're still waving. And then as he's walking to the terminal, a good wave. And then there's times we got a little time to text before he boards. 
some of you might think that that's overkill. Man, go ahead. You could think that that's overkill. Those are precious, precious moments to me that to honor my relationship with the people I love, with my son, with my wife, um, that, we, that we do that to, uh, to feel that love. To me, it's an honoring of, of that love, giving it focused attention. I know sometimes like when I walk my wife out and she drives, she's driving away for her day, there's times where I cut it short and I will walk back to the house before, like I can't see her car in the driveway anymore. And there's times I feel cheated. Like I'm like, man, you just cheated yourself. You know, just to watch her car just drive away. And some people have some trauma around that. People, seeing people go away, driving away, walking away, and they maybe never seen them again. I get that. That's also why some people have hard times and transitions. So I'm getting to that too, right? You got to think, do I do transitions well? How many times maybe you've been in a relationship that a transition was coming up? One of you was maybe leaving, maybe going away for a few days, or you were transitioning, even aspects of transitioning in, in your day, your every day. How many times have you gotten into conflict and fight about it? I know many people, right before they're, one of them's getting ready to go out away for a week or a couple of days, right before that, they get into a conflict and they fight. Some of that is an underlying sabotage around not doing transitions well. Like the anxiety around leaving, being abandoned or leaving, or that feeling of loneliness or whatever that feelings that may be around it. There could be an unconscious sabotage to push the other person away before you actually go away. You know, the anxiety of it, not really dealing with it directly in a vulnerable way. So we act it out. We act out the separation in a dysfunctional way. I know for me, my, some of my everyday transitions um, weren't so great years ago. I might've mentioned this on other podcasts, but I would have this kind of anxiety about getting out of the house and getting to work. I've got about an hour drive. Sometimes the weather's not great, blah, blah, blah. And I feel a little stressed, like I gotta get to work. I, I gotta leave at a certain time to get there and also not just get there right on time. I like to be a little early and just get settled in, in my office. And there's times if my routine isn't going right in the morning and I feel a little late, that stress comes up and I take it out also on my wife. Sometimes when she wants to hug goodbye, I might not fully hug her. She'll feel my anxiousness or my anxiety. Um, or even sometimes I'll, I call it biting. You know, I'll say something stupid and sarcastic and not kind because I'm feeling the stress. Yeah, people, I do that shit too. That's right. <laughs> but catching is important because a lot of times when I catch it, I just leave a voice message or call her on the drive home saying like, babe, I am so sorry I gave you that stressful energy. You did not deserve that. So I've had many experiences of that with her and I've put a conscious effort in changing that, of not having that energy, of making that transition really sweet. I'm going away for the day. You know, I'm going to say this and everybody knows this. We have no idea. You know, at times, is that my, is that transition going to be our last transition? You know, will something happen that takes us away from each other, right? An accident, a death, all kinds of things happen, people. <laughs> last Tuesday, we lost our beloved Kula, 
our little four-year-old kitty. She's part of the forest. She was out and she hasn't come home for five, for five days. And I know that when, when she went out on Tuesday, there wasn't a transition. Uh, I wasn't home and there wasn't like even a transition of like wishing her well or, or being with her when, when I was letting her out. A lot of times, right? We just let animals just outside. Go ahead. And we think they're going to come back. Well, she didn't. And that could happen to us as people. And that has happened to people. So if we can pause at that knowing of possibility and use it again as a way to show up in our life, not as a morbid, depressive thought, but a way to know that life is so precious that we could show up, maybe our transition of leaving would be more mindful and caring and kind and loving and present. And that can all happen in a split moment. I'm not talking about, you know, deep meditation with each other when you when you leave. I'm talking about the presence of taking a breath and not being ahead of yourself or even behind and thinking about what you forgot and what you didn't do or what you're going to, what you're going to get at. So I'm even putting it out to you, just put attention on that. Try it. See if you do it a couple times a week and see the difference of the of the quality of how you feel in your relationship. Same thing with about coming home, that transition of coming home. I've talked about this before of sitting in, I sit in my car like maybe 30 seconds before I walk in the house, shut off my car in the driveway and just to breathe and, and take a pause and recognize I'm transitioning from my day, from driving, from my thoughts. And I'm going to go ahead and meet Somebody, right now it's just my wife, not my son, but when my son's home, to meet people that I love and care about. And I'm thinking about when Emma is here and my, my beautiful daughter in love, that feeling of my family. I'm coming home to my family. How do I want to be? How do I want to be focused? What energy do I want to give? We can do that in a split moment. It's just habit. It's just creating the habit and then being in that habit, not just doing it from rote, but being in it. Because I know when I'm in my transitions the way that I want to be, I'm really loving my life. I'm loving how I'm walking in my life. It's an alignment. It feels like I'm aligned with the way that I want to be. So think about that. If you're in a relationship or you have kids, how, is it, how do you greet each other when one comes home? Do you wait for the one that's sitting down to get up and greet you or do you go towards them? I think it's a good idea for the person that comes in the house to go towards the people in the house because we're walking into their field, their energy, their focus. We didn't say we're going to come home exactly at 642 and you know, we come into their energy. But if you're the one sitting and you want to greet that person coming, by all means. That's something I love with, with my son. I love that we've always done that. When he leaves, when he comes home, there's greeting. He puts down his stuff and we come and we get a nice big hug. Like, Welcome. You're in, you're, we're, we're together now. We're, we're connecting. And that's a first way to connect instead of just through our language and our questions connect with that with that loving gesture of endearment and some of you this might feel uncomfortable i get it 
I get that it, you might not have grown up around that type of greeting, hellos, love you, kisses. But I'm saying go ahead and stretch yourself a little bit, just a little bit more in those areas. And really allow yourself to go through that growth process of receiving the, the beauty of those kinds of connections. Or at least just put focus on being present and kind in those transitions. How about bedtime in your family? Do anybody just like go to bed without saying goodnight? Or just like goodnight and screaming down from the top stairs and not making eye contact? And okay, that's a little bit of a gesture of connection. But what about presence of, of really making that presence when one of you is going to bed? Looking in the eyes, saying goodnight, giving a hug, or just even walking by and just even a gesture, a kiss on the forehead, instead of just going and making the decision to go into bed, or the refunctory just goodnight, and then you go off. That's If you just go goodnight, that's going to say where your connection is. Okay, you're kind of cordial. You're acknowledging. But if you want a deeper, loving connection, it's more than that. And, you, and we all know that. So I just put out a little bit of that challenge that when one of you does gesture to the other one, hey, the one that's receiving, pay attention. Bring your, bring your eyes up from the computer, from the phone, from the book, and look at that person in the gesture of thank you. Yeah, I want to say goodnight to you too. Because that's an important transition of how you go to bed and sleep at night. Right? We all know if there's friction in the relationship, yeah, right, you get a real great night's sleep, right? Hell no. When you feel good about each other and our bodies can relax next to each other, relax and sleep, that unconsciousness is going to be a healing process in our sleep because we had that transition. We had the transition of connection, the transition of love, of presence. Again, I'm just putting out what we can shoot for. You don't have to feel like, oh man, that's like just so overwhelming. No, there's possibilities there. And a key into getting to create what you want in those connections is you visualizing yourself doing it. Talked about that a lot before, right? Visualizing the partner, the father, the mother, sister, brother that you want to be and seeing yourself act and behave that way. So see yourself, how do you want to be in those transitions? How do you see yourself waking up and making connections? How do you see yourself leaving the house and saying those, those goodbyes and connections? How do you see yourself coming home and making those connections of presence? How do you see yourself saying goodnight? And those of you that aren't living with anybody and in that you can do that for yourself. You can honor that part that I love even when I'm coming home and my wife isn't home, nobody's home, I'll stop a little bit in front of the, the front of the house and I'll just go, man, I'm home. Thank you, home. I really do. I love my home. Those of you that have been to my home <laughs> or know my home, it's, in the, it's beautiful in the forest. My wife, Rainbow, has made this incredible, cozy, artistic, loving home. So I have a transition when I come home that I appreciate it. When I'm going to bed, also at night, if I'm alone, if I'm mindful, I can just feel like, ah, yeah, that was a good day. Feel some things about myself that I'm appreciative of. That's a transition that you can do because that's an important transition again, right? 
thinking about the day, appreciating yourself for how you walk through the day, some of the things that you did, said, caught yourself, growth. That's a beautiful transition to think about right before you go to sleep. Because again, sleep is gonna work with the unconscious of what we're working out in the consciousness, right? So if I'm putting out that last feelings and thoughts about the appreciation of who I have in myself, my subconscious and my dreams are gonna be working with that and growing myself in that unconsciousness of my dreams, of my dream state. See, there's all benefits to it. <laughs> yeah, I know it could be scary and people, uh, some people are uncomfortable with that, the awkwardness. Yes, I totally get it. I'm not saying all of these attempts or your experiences are all gonna be feel good. No, in order to grow and stretch, we gotta be uncomfortable. So some of them are gonna be uncomfortable and keep staying there, right? I say, get comfortable with the uncomfortable. Stay, stay a little longer. So you can be aware of what that uncomfortable is about. I just had this, this image of this story growing up, come up for me when I was thinking about also transitions of coming home. My grandfather, uh, he was a, a scrap man, we call it. He had a truck and went around to some of the industrial factories and small businesses, manufacturing firms, and he would get their scrap steel and their copper, and he would load those with his workers on the truck and take it to the scrapyard. That's how he made his living. And he had this certain attire. He had like a tweed jacket, kind of a gray shirt with this gray tie, and he always wore a hat. And so it was like his work clothes. Um, they were cool work clothes. <laughs> but he would, when he came home, he would walk in the back door and not look to acknowledge anybody. And the back door went right to the steps to the basement. And he would walk in and go straight to the basement and he would change his clothes. And he would change his clothes into my Papa High. <laughs> he would change it to Papa. And, you know, the Papa with the... the cardigan sweaters, you know, Mr. Rogers sweaters. So I would see him come out into the kitchen as Papa. That was his transition of coming home. In some way, I think one reason why he didn't maybe acknowledge us when he came through the door was he didn't want to bring any of that like work energy home. You know, he was kind of like this little slipped in kind of ghost, came back, came down the stairs and came up as, as my Papa. And that sat with me because there were some times where I would get to sneak downstairs and, and, and see his transition. And he did things very, very mindfully, how he put things in his drawer. And he was just, he was slow talking. He was mindful. His uh, mood and affect was very calm. And I think he did transitions really well. So as you could tell, when I was talking about more of the transitions with hugging and that affection. Yeah, I'm a huggy guy. I'm an affectionate guy. I love the physical um, expression of care and of love. And I know I can get much better at it. And I love it. And I kind of, when I said to get, <laughs> listen to that, to get much better at it, real quickly, I had this judgment of like, wow, why did you kind of, 
downplay that on yourself. You're you're good at that. But no, the truth is I do all get better at it. <laughs> you know, I'm 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 good with I appreciate myself for doing it, but I really want to get good at it, you know, in my mind's eye. In my mind's eye, I want to be more and more present with it. I want to be more present with my touches, not so as apprehensive as we say, you know, read the room to know people's energy and how it feels about coming up to people. But I know the people that uh, are in my immediate life, my friends, my wife and my son, my Emma, my sister, my parents, I, I know that they always embrace and they want my physical hug or kiss. And that's a wonderful feeling. Because I know as a kid or a teenager going through stress, parents' divorces, all kinds of things, my transitions were fucked up. <laughs> they were not good. I didn't like the way that my transitions were. So I think that's one reason why I am putting a real focus on it in, in my life now. And then again, I just put out to you to go ahead and put effort and focus and even play enjoyment around creating the kind of experience in your transitions, in your everyday transitions that you want with the people around you. Prioritize it. All right, everybody. So I think that's what I got for you now. And I'm going to go Betty bedtime. It is getting late for me. I'm going to go have a good transition with my wife when I say goodnight and feel her. And maybe we'll go to bed at the same time because you all know that's really cool when that happens. So I kind of feel this was a little bit of my intention of like feeling my son, feeling Emma and my wife. And so when they listen to it, hopefully they will feel how much I appreciate, how much I'm just so grateful and feel so, so blessed that we have our relationships that we do and that I have the stories to be able to tell you and express to you all and maybe that will perk up your own stories and the remembrance of how you want to be in transition so even in my transition of saying goodbye to all y'all this is part where I want to just kind of like send out my love to you, you know, and t tell you that you're on your path. You never get off your path. Our paths are our paths. So we need to be kind to ourselves and loving and forgiving and appreciative. So, of course, that we can give that out to others. So I wish that for you. And... When you're listening to this, I also wish you a beautiful, beautiful day. Relationships, Let's Talk About It, is a production of Heartshare Counseling and Consulting PC of Asheville, North Carolina. For more about licensed counselor Prepo Teplitsky, visit prepo.com. Theme music by Adi the Monk. This content is intended for informational purposes only, is not a substitute for professional counseling or therapy, medical advice, diagnosis or treatment, 
and does not constitute medical or other professional advice. 